where we finished off yesterday was uh, we had begun Perek Gimel. Uh, we had spoken about the fact that a person has to firstly define, understand what is good, what is real good, what is true good, and then uh, measure up their own behavior according to that definition. And we spoke about Ein Yiratel Okimba Makomazer, and then Ramchal starts to speak about two elements of uh, one is before you do everything, think before you do things. I think before you speak, things before you 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 do actions. And the second comment was uh, was the comment that he said that uh, even if you've done something wrong, uh, we won't cry over spilt milk, but we will try and make sure that we learn the lesson from our mistake and that we don't repeat it. Uh, don't repeat mistakes. Don't make the same mistakes twice. Um, and he, he then goes even further. So it's getting more and more intense. And he says, uh, quoting Chazal in Eruvin, It would have been better for a person had he not been created than, than if he was created. But now that we have been created, are two different words, and Ramchal insists here that they mean two different things, uh, two different types of cheshbon nefesh that uh, are progressively intense. The first is to know whether what you did was good or bad. The second is that even if you did something good, uh, is to see if you could do it better. Uh, very often in the morning, I'll talk in, in boys' terms, but very often in the morning, you, you often in the morning, every day in the morning, you manage to get out of bed, you manage to get to minion, but once you get to minion, you keep falling asleep, or your mind keeps to wander. So it's good that you got to minion, but you could do better in minion. Now, I think that you could do this, Ramchal does not say this, but I think this goes both ways, meaning there are, there, there are times when we do bad stuff, um, but part of that bad stuff is good, I mean, the ability to look at something or, or someone, even if that person is not a person you necessarily agree with, but, but to learn from, from elements of that person. Uh, the, we're talking about the grey again, right? Not just simply looking at something, either it's good or bad, it's black or white, but there's grey. Uh, Shimon Peres Zichroli Rachel was a Prime Minister of Israel. He was also the President of Israel. He had uh, very extreme left-wing views. And uh, I don't think that I ever found myself uh, in political unison with him, ever. Uh, whatever, is a very important man in the history of the State of Israel, but I, I didn't feel that I had anything in common with him, besides the fact that we're both Israelis, we're both Jews. I didn't identify what he said, but he was a man who I remember, you know, he, he, he failed many, many times in politics. He, was, he lost many, many election battles. And I remember once, I think he was about close to 80 years old and he'd just lost an election. And I remember listening to an interview on the radio and they said to him, uh, well, what now? And he said, oh, I feel like it's a, a, new, a new page in my life uh, with new horizons. And I was blown away. What an incredible approach to life that a person who is 80 years old, most people 80 years old, you know, they're playing dominoes or bingo or whatever, reading the newspaper, 
or maybe learning Gomorrah, but you know, whatever they're doing, but, but they're, they're kind of winding down, taking it easy. And, and this man had failed again, and uh, he just simply said, there, there are new, new enterprises on the horizon, and there were, in fact, he became the president of Israel. And, and I, you know, so, so you can see on the one hand, I, I don't think there's much I can learn from this person, but on the other hand, of course there is, because there are things that he does. There are, there are, I remember once driving through in the old days before there, was a, there were tunnels, driving through Bethlehem very, very early on in the morning. It was a Friday morning. I don't know why I was coming in. Um, and there was some kind of curfew on, and they weren't letting uh, the residents of Bethlehem come to Har Habayit to pray uh, on, on the Friday morning. And there was this long line of people, and I was caught up in a, in, a, in a jam, and I was watching this old man. He got to the front of the line. The soldier said no. He didn't just take his bags and go home. He went to the back of the line, and uh, he started again. And I, I was in a jam enough for enough time to see the man rejected three times. Again, this left an incredible impression on me, not because I believe in Islam, not because I am not worried about what some of these people do when they break the curfew and they get into Israel. All of these are genuine worries and concerns. However, just the, the, absolute, the absolute determination that a person has to, to fulfill his religious duty as he defines it is something that I can learn from. So you see, I, I can define something as good, but if, if, I, if, if then I totally throw everything that I've defined as bad into the garbage, I fail to learn lessons which I could learn from, which I could benefit from. There, there are people and ideas in the world that are, that are not necessarily our ideas and they're not necessarily our number one uh, people. But on the other hand, lemashmesh. Uh, let's let's fine tune. We all have the same objective, which is to get the most out of our lives. If I want to get the most out of my lives, I don't want to miss any opportunity whatsoever. I can learn from everyone, from everything. So there is good and there is bad. But in the bad, there is good, and in the good, there is bad, right? So I I can be doing a lot of things religiously, and I can be happy with myself that I'm a fulfilled religious person. But it's not true, right? There's more. It's not true that you're not fulfilled, but it. But there's more that you can do. There's, there's more than you can apply yourself. And this is uh, the Ramchal is taking us. He said, not only do you have to do the Cheshbon Nefesh, but once you've defined what is truly good and truly bad in your actions, don't leave it at that. Now do good B'iyun and bad B'iyun and check exactly how, how good your good is and how bad your bad is. He says, even even that what you're doing good, we we are ladies, we are looking for excellence in our lives. We want to do the very very best. And if I if I've done something, and it's been good, I want to do it better. I, I've told you all on, on many many occasions. I have been to Poland with Jeremy. I don't know, close over twenty times over 20 times and we have uh, Baruch Hashem a, uh, a itinerary which works uh, and um, we, we work together in tandem and everything works Baruch Hashem very very well all things being equal that does not stop us from looking every year how to do it better so a number of years ago we decided let's go to the Ukraine as well and let's do a bit of extra chassidot. We'll go to Rabbi Nachman, the Baal Shem Tov, Rabbi Levi Yitzhak, if we have time. And we'll manage to get to Babiya if we have time. And then two years ago, we decided, well, 
why stick to Poland? Why not go to Lithuania as well? We can get Vilna in. We went with some parents. We got Vilna and Kovna in. With the girls, we can't do Vilna and Kovna. But this is, again, the same principle. The principle here that I'm talking about is the fact that you've done something and it's good shouldn't suffice if you can do it better. And this we do in the Midrasha all the time, right? We have an event and, and uh, sometimes, like in a year like Corona, we're forced to change the way we've done an event for two decades. And we see, wow, why don't we do this every year? You know, there, there, there are things that, that, that you change and, and you can review it. It doesn't mean that what you're doing was bad. It, it means that what you're doing can be improved. And, and to improve is, is what we want to do. Don't let yourself fall into bad habit. We should be doing this every single day. And he says, and like he says at the beginning of the book, these aren't things you, you don't know. Because we do this. Uh, we do this if if we have a food that doesn't that doesn't go well with us that that, that causes a reaction we we would be foolish and considered foolish to have the same food again correct and if we went to a certain place to stay for vacation and it was a disaster we wouldn't go back to that same place again and have the same disaster again ladies we do this in our lives, in every single element of our lives, we have a bad experience, we don't endeavor to repeat it. So why don't we do this with our lives, period? With the value of our lives, the, the, the element of our lives, everything, all the time. View, review, 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 make better, make better, make better. We don't want to live a life of Bidiyeved. We want to live a life of Lakat Chila. And um, it's something that we have to think about, right? And uh, this chapter is going to take us a little more time than the other chapters, but we'll continue from here tomorrow. But Ezra Tashem.